Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you are listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. Welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for November 10th, 2019. Koyo Kobose here, so very, very glad you joined us. This morning, I was thinking about a discussion our family had. Uh, we've been having some family meetings, and uh, we usually we meet outside in the patio in our back. Um, our son has sort of a... a a mildew allergy and so he doesn't he kind of avoids going into our house so we meet outside and so adrian said well where are we going to meet when it gets cold where can we meet and we were just talking about it and uh uh so what and, that, and it the thought came to me that you know our family meetings are a very special special time when we when we share and and uh Wherever we do meet, I went off sort of on a tangent. I said, wherever we do meet, that's a sacred space. Uh, And uh, just by coincidence, as happens, online I came across an article that was called Holding Space. And uh, uh, it really uh, seemed timely, and so I looked. And let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm looking at it right now. What does it mean to hold space for someone else? Uh, What's it say? Well, it says that we are able to be with another person on whatever journey they're on, and we don't judge them. We don't make them feel inadequate. We don't try to fix them. We don't try to impact any outcome. When we hold space for another pe- person, we just open our hearts and offer unconditional support. Let go of judgment and control. That's <laughs> pretty good to me. Uh, and then there's another little point. It says, it's virtually impossible to be a strong space uh, space holder. It's virtually impossible to be a strong space holder unless we have others who will hold space for us. 
because even the strongest people would be their leaders, coaches, nurses, need to know that there are some people with whom they can be vulnerable and weak without fear of being judged. So then the last thought, part that I thought was pretty good was to true, truly support people in their own growth, transformation, be it grief or whatever. We, we can't do it by taking their power away, that is, trying to fix their problems for them. We can't do it by shaming them, implying that they should know more than they do or be someone that they're not, or try to overwhelm them by giving them too much information that they're not ready for. We just have to be prepared to step aside so that they can make their own choices and offer them unconditional compassion, love, and support. We could give gentle guidance when it's needed and make them feel safe even when they make mistakes. Uh, so it was a kind of a nice article. And then I was thinking, uh, gee, sacred space, isn't that what could be also referred to as the pure land? Uh, everybody wants to be in the pure land. Everybody wants to go to, quote, heaven, unquote. Huh? Then I remembered a, a Buddhist minister colleague of mine was saying, how come we always talk about the pure land? Why don't we talk about the pure time or the pure moment? <laughs> you know, uh, it's a sacred time. Okay? This is this eternal, eternal now moment is sacred. Huh? So that covers the kind of the uh, basic time space aspect, pure land, pure moment. Huh? Uh, what does it mean to hold space? I think it's kind of a nice analogy, holding space. Okay, Or as one of our lay ministers had a special watch that he had. You know, I said, what time is it? And this watch always is pointing to the word now. <laughs> so these were some thoughts I had about that started off in space and went all over. Well, I want to introduce our guest to give us the Dharma glimpse today, Paul Toyo, who was way back in our LM2 group, and he used to live in Missouri, but and recently he and his wife moved to Virginia. So let's hear from Paul Toyo. Good morning. This is Paul Toyo. My Dharma glimpse is titled Gratitude in the Grove. Near our home is a famous national historic site. It sits on a little mountain among larger mountains and what seem to be endless forests of tall trees and ferocious undergrowth. There is a wide walking path up the mountain interrupted by occasional boardwalks connecting the base of the little mountain two miles up to the site's visitor center. Since the site is very close to our home, and since my wife and I desire to maintain our health, we try to walk up the little mountain every day, although we only go about one mile plus and turn around. Sometimes, for variety, we start at the top and walk down. I really love autumn because each tree can stand out from the green assembly 
and loudly assert its individuality through its color. Regardless of our direction of travel, and although continuously surrounded by immense trees and dense understory, both delightful and humbling, the unerring highlight of our daily walk is a pause to admire the trees in what we call the grove. Our grove consists of a grouping of trees at a transition point on the trail between two boardwalks and where the elevation shifts just a bit. Three of the trees guarding this wide spot on the trail are tall, straight tulip poplars of indeterminate, though likely advanced age. And a fourth is an oak, I think, somewhat smaller, though not necessarily younger. We each approach one tree at a time and gently touch its bark to express our enormous gratitude for the gift of its presence in our lives, as well as for its role in the lives of its neighboring undergrowth, critters, or as one may say, the forest denizens. After a few silent reverential moments, moments, we move along to the next tree on our side. We then continue up or down the trail, turn around, and on our return, switch sides and repeat our obeisance to the trees now on our side. Without these trees, of course, there is no shade, no nesting place for birds, no lumber, no hunting grounds for woodpeckers, no anchoring of hillsides. We daily are in awe of our interdependence, or as Reverend Thich Nhat Hanh says, we all inter-are. According to a famous Christian mystic, if all you ever say is, thank you, it is prayer enough. May it be so. Until next time, gasho, and keep going. Well, well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, thank you. That's a that kind of uh, gratitude, I guess, is uh, you know the essence okay, at that's at the core of larger, much lengthier readings and so forth. Um, and the more we think about it, this quality of gratitude. Now, in order to be grateful, we have to be aware, don't we? Okay. Uh, we have to be able to pay attention to things that are outside of ourselves, our own concerns, and see the other, whatever the other is. Okay. And I was thinking, <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm in the process of uh, getting some solar power onto the property here. And uh, made me realize, well, okay, um, we're going to get a maybe a, a little bit. You can get it tied into the grid, and you can get a battery back up. Uh, and so I said, well, maybe get the, I was talking to the guy, and he said, it'd be nice to have a battery back up for the freezer and stuff like that. Uh, and then, of course, the, the battery gets charged up and then the next day during the sunny time, daytime hours, okay? And uh, so even if uh, PG&E, that's our uh, service provider, if they go down and we lose power, regular solar power system won't work either if you're tied into the grid, unless you have a battery backup, you know? So I was just thinking about all these things about, well, electricity, uh, you know, you're worried if you you lose power and you're, all the food in your freezer and refrigerator and things like this, 
and uh, you have to you have to be prepared that if you if you don't have a light, uh, you know you gotta have candles or some flashlights. Uh, then I was just my imagination was kind of flowing along. I said, well, gee, uh, of course we're grateful for what we eat. You know, if we we're so we're so interdependent uh, to society, to civilization, uh, that uh, we depend on everybody for everything. How are you going to eat? Where are you going to get your food? Think about it. <laughs> you can't be self-sustaining very easily. You might think as a farm, if you, you know, in the old days, if you, if you, if you were a farmer and you, you were pretty independent and had, did all your own stuff. But even in that case, if you start to really think about it, uh, you're dependent upon so many others and so many things. Okay. It was, so I was thinking about, wow. How would we sustain our our life? Not to say our lifestyle. Um, uh, where did where does everything come from? <laughs> you know, how can no man is an island? <laughs> All these things are so common, cliches perhaps. But uh, I started to really think about them because of uh, spinoff from the solar project that I'm dealing with, you know, and, uh, but as anyway, as I was thinking about nature, and if you start thinking about basic things in nature, you wonder why things are the way they are. And they work for your benefit. And we never question it. Um, Sometimes when I walk on our land, you know, talking about trees, uh, I think Joyce Kilmer, didn't she write something about only God can make a tree? Uh, Of course, that's a certain kind of expression, but nature, maybe nature is the Buddhist God. Uh, The individual uniqueness of every tree's shape uh, and when you see their branches and everything when their leaves are gone, that's kind of abstract art like. And I and I can I really I really like that just the the shapes the space the, you know, uh, not something that's man made in terms of manufactured or square corners or things like this you know orderliness huh? the, the diversity in the individual shapes of these trees okay I, I have to I have to respect that admire that okay and then I had another uh, association uh, pop into my mind one time some years ago I was uh, I saw a young lady it was near the lakefront in the in the in the park, and there was a tree that had a limb uh, 
lower limb, I guess, had been cut off, and then a knot forms on the tree's surface there, on the trunk. And she had her hand over that knot. And I was wondering what she was doing. She was just standing there. See? And I thought, uh, I mentioned this later to our uh, Dharma group, and one lady immediately said, uh, she had a, she had a, uh, that lady had a, a breast cancer. That lady had a mastectomy, and she was empathizing with this tree that got cut. You know, part of her, part of the tree was the branch was cut off. So what? You know, I just said to my thought to myself, uh, there there was some strong empathy between women that could immediately see that what that meant. And she was probably right, you know. Uh, whatever you are inside, you you know, projection is a tremendous thing. We, the difference, how the inside and outside interact, see? what we see depends upon, you know, what we're like. See? Sometimes we think about that there's a... a Big difference between subjective and objective, and so forth. But uh, in a deeper, truer way, okay, so to speak, there's always this interaction between the inner and the outer. Okay, there's no pure seeing, okay, in and of itself. Okay. So the pure land, in other words, has to be inside of us, inside of me, inside of you, okay? Things like this. So that's why some of my associations have been, and so I always think about it, and I kind of chuckle to myself that our human mind is such, you know, more organic than a computer. Huh? And we should be surprised at the associations that, come up. Huh? They come in from our own memory and so forth, but it's as though they're happening to us, not that we're making it happen. Whoa, ho, ho. That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, keep going, and you have a beautiful day. Thank you.